Hey there, this is Violetu. Thank you for tuning in to The Compassionate Couch. Today we will be talking about domestic violence in South Africa and rape. And wow, you know, a big fat wow. I must say I am very tired of speaking on the same thing and i feel like no one is listening because nothing is changing things are just getting worse every day on the news i see something new about a woman being harmed about a child being harmed about a minor being harmed and i feel like it's just left there We see it on the news, we read about it on social media, and we move. We carry on with our lives. Because majority of us are not directly affected. And that's the problem with, I think, with people in South Africa. They won't do anything about, you know, a problem in the country unless it directly affects them which is to me very sad because you don't know your tomorrow you do not know what your future looks like and i'm I, i'm not i'm not trying to wish abuse upon people domestic violence or rape upon people but this country you never know you know it's unpredictable actually no let me take that back it is very predictable because it keeps getting closer and closer. One day, it's someone from another country you don't know. The next day, it's in your country. The next day, it's in your town. The following day, it's in your street. It's sad because I feel like the people who do these things have a group chat. I I always say this to my friends. I feel like they have a group chat and they plan You'd swear men have a group chat and they talk about the things and they plan them. You know? We are not safe. We are just basically sitting and waiting for someone to harm us. Sorry. And I have, you know had my fair share of experiences with domestic violence where i've been the victim and like i said in my last um podcast i've been a victim and it is so draining it is so tiring and you feel like you cannot get out of this mainly because Even when you do go get help, let me tell you this, even when you do go get help, no one is even willing to help you. And there's always these long procedures you need to go through before you can get this man behind bars. Which is shocking because he and I, he didn't have to go through any procedures, sorry, to hurt me. You know, he just did it. But I, the victim, need to go through 
procedures. I need to write down statements. I need to, you know, remember events. I need to remember so many things. It's so pathetic. I need to relive this bad experience just to put this man behind bars. Yet all he had to do was show up and do whatever he wanted to do. It's shocking. We need to change that as a country. We need to make it more easier for women to come out with these stories and not die with them or die because of them. How, guys, I'm really tired because I'm lucky. I am still here. I can talk about this. I can do so many things about this. There are my sisters who are in graves right now and they are forgotten. It happened, it happened, and we move. <laughs> because that's the new thing now. We move. All I can say is... Woman, can you stop being apologist? Can you stop being pick-me's? You know? You make it seem okay. The picture that you're painting is that, oh, well, you harmed her, but I'll find something faulty on her side so that, you know, you don't look bad. Regardless of what she did, I will find a fault on her side, you know, that could have led you to do what you did. That's what apologists do. And funny enough, I don't care about men apologists, like men who are um, violence apologists and rape apologists. I don't really care about them because, I mean, come on. But women who do that, it's, it's wow. Every time I come across such, I cringe and I hurt. You know? Because it's happened to me too. There were times where I would blog about the domestic violence that I'm experiencing. There were family members and close friends who would come and be like, no, can you please take that down? What image are you creating? What image am I creating? Are you for real? You've never once asked me if I'm okay or how can you help or whatever. But now you're telling me to take this down. Are you okay? You know, how is your mind working? Where is your sympathy? Where is your empathy? You know, and then you get men who hold each other's hands and they sing kumbaya and they talk about. Bah, they are falsely accused. How many falsely accused cases were there? Like, what's one out of a million? And you're really going to hold on to that? That's what your fight is for? That's the, the little 1%. That's all you're willing to fight for. You are going to act like you're blind to everything else. But that 1% will mean the world to you. I really don't understand. 
I fail to understand. And to be honest, and this is going to sound very sad because, wow. I do not have faith for our current generation that things will change. But I have faith in what we choose to do with our children. Because I believe it all starts at home. Especially in my culture. I was <laughs> actually just the other day talking about how sexist black parents are. It's, it's, it's the little things, you know? If a girl sleeps till one in the afternoon, it's a fight. How dare you sleep, but you are a girl till 1 p.m. Who is cleaning the house? You keep giving girls these big responsibilities. What about the boys? Why aren't you teaching boys the same? Why aren't you giving them the responsibility? Now this boy is all grown up. He's a man. He knows nothing about responsibility. He knows nothing about respect. He will do anything. And everything to a woman because he's never been held responsible for anything. So he doesn't think that he's going to be held responsible for raping her. I'm drinking wine, guys. So, hey, this is a very tough topic for me. Anyway, anyway, um, so I really want us to be different parents because that's the only thing that can break this cycle, that can break this chain. Let's teach our sons responsibility. Let's teach our sons what negative actions can lead to. Let's teach our sons that the body of a woman is such a sacred place. And that females need to set the tone. You have no right to set the sexual tone. She needs to set the tone. Let's not be afraid to have these conversations. I think that's another problem with my culture. We are not taught anything about sex or it's very uncomfortable and you know, very ohat, why do we need to have such conversations with Wumdana? You're a child. But they need to be had. You know? Let's push through these uncomfortable conversations. Let's have them. They are our only hope. And I just really, I want better for my sisters. I want so much better for them. They deserve better. They deserve to feel safe, loved, and appreciated and special. You know?
because they are special don't take that away from them and don't just don't take it away from them and when it comes to having to fight for them can we fight can we stand together and fight can we not question anything or doubt or find faults and that's basically all i have to say thank you for tuning in and have a great night